Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Welcome. Welcome. To the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Just One Thing, as you remember, is the podcast of MindfulLiving.today. You can also find us on Facebook at The Mindful Couple. And we would love for you to join our community community on Facebook groups at Mindful Living Today with Lisa and Brad. And I think we're also on Instagram. So you can get at it. Occasionally. (laughs) Occasionally. Occasionally on Instagram. Well, I would say occasionally because of this as well, because... I think our last episode was entitled, When to Take a Break. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we've taken a break for better than six to eight months. It's, yes, it's, it's been, been a, a long, long time, time because we obviously needed to take a break. We and, did. Uh, you know, I think a lot of things accumulated. We um, spent some time taking care of my mother here in our house. You know, I was recovering from some injuries related to track and field. Uh, COVID had a second and a third surge. Right, right. Just a lot All of, of the things, things uh, sort of stood in place. And, you know, we took uh, a lot of time to take care of ourselves and yeah. uh, really away. tried to make sure that we had the energy, you know, to come back to this right. when right. we decided to do it. Um, I guess it's opportune time, too, because this is a... Uh, Starting now, this is actually the start of our fourth season. Wow. Can you believe that? So we've Can't been, it. been at it for three years. We didn't do as many episodes as normal this past year, but right. we are now starting our fourth season. And uh, I really wanted to start this again because we've just been hosting a book group for the last, uh, I guess, eight to ten weeks now. It's been a while. Yeah. And uh, we're, we are reading um, From Triggered to Tranquil. Right there. If you're on the YouTube, you can see it. If not... By by Susan Campbell. She's an author of many books uh, that help you under- understand what's going on inside yep. of you and how to better communicate so that your needs are met, so that you communicate more clearly, so that right. relationships can thrive. Fantastic author. She actually joined us on the for our, for our book club last week. Yeah. Uh, fantastic contribution. A very approachable person. I yes. just... Uh, this book has been so powerful for both Lisa and I that we decided let's let's talk about this book for you know at a least a couple episodes. of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to tr- title this particular episode "Triggered." Okay. And just talk about what is triggering even me because I think it's something that we all do. Okay. Uh, I'll define it in a little bit, but I just uh, I just want to give you a little bit of my experience right. about this triggered thing. Right. Uh, I think Lisa came across this book first, and she said, "Oh, you, you really have to read this. It's like, got some really good stuff in it." And so. I said, okay, I'll read. I'll read the first chapter. I'm, I pick it up. I'm like, okay. I'm reading along. Well, I don't think I'm ever triggered. I'm not triggered. Uh, <laughs> I don't get triggered. I'm like, wait a second. I get triggered. I'm reading more. I get triggered a oh, lot. <laughs> and then I think by the second or third week, it's like, I not only get triggered every day, I'm triggered every 10 minutes from <laughs> right, one thing right, or another. Right. And I think as time has gone by, I've changed a little bit about about what I mean by trigger. And I think uh-huh. she has some good definitions in there. You know, it's not every time you become emotionally distraught. Right. That's not necessarily being triggered. And it's because, not only every time somebody gets loud at you or angry. No, it's not just angry. Because I think when I started, I thought triggering was being angry right, and just like right. lashing out and everything. But really, the way... Uh, Susan defines triggering or triggered in her book means anytime uh, you experience something, whether it's in the physical world, emotional world, interpersonal relationships primarily, right. that makes your brain go offline. Right. It, it evokes a fight, 
flight Flight. or freeze Freeze. response. Mm -hmm. And what's the other F? Uh, Fawning. Fawn. Fawning. You tend to like just try to please somebody (laughs) so much, (laughs) but your brain is offline. You're just trying to make somebody happy. Right. Yeah. And so uh, anytime your brain goes offline, you don't have access to your reasoning. You don't have access to your best best self, rational thoughts, executive function. Anytime something happens to you that you go into that fight, flight, freeze, fawning response, that's a trigger. Right. It can be a pow- it can be powerful and long lasting. It might last for hours. It could be just right. a few moments. Right. But what it means is you don't have access to your reasoning, your best self, and you kind of right. and, and you what we'll discuss in upcoming episodes is people, individuals tend to have um one of those responses. Right. Fight Flight, flight, freeze, flight. tends to be their predominant response. Right, right. Uh, and what I recognized as I was reading the first couple of chapters is like, I freeze uh-huh. all the time. Right. You know, I'm just like a deer in the headlights. And I, I'm, I, I'm literally not thinking. I'm just, oh, I'm frozen right. just like a deer. Right. Uh, and, and a deer is a good example because, you know, what Susan explains in this, and, and I think uh, what the first step is in becoming, in moving from triggered to tranquil, right, is to first recognize that, Everybody gets triggered. Everybody's triggered. Everybody gets yes. triggered because it's how we evolved. It's why we survived. Right. And some of our ancestors all died off because right. that fight, flight, fear response allows you to deal with predators. Right. Uh, you know, as you're it's going through evolution, it's, it allows you to run away from leopards. It allows you to fight, you know, an invader. Right. Uh, it allows you to freeze if there's a some huge. So you don't creature. attract their attention. <laughs> exactly. Right. And and the, the fact that you have this fight, flight, freeze response. Is just something that's built into you, and it's going to be triggered, right? Pretty much every day from one thing or another, because right. as we have evolved, moved from the savannas and the jungles into you know cities and towns, and we surround right. ourselves with people, most of our fight, flight, freeze responses is no longer in related to predators. It's, right. it's now it's usually right. a social situation social situ- right. where you feel like maybe I'm going to be ostracized, maybe people will think less of me, right. those kinds of things, but it's still I'm get yelled but at. it still causes that oh, absolutely. fight, flight, freeze response. And right. what she explains is most of the time your typical response, whether it's w- which of those three is most predominant for you, tends to happen sometime in early childhood. Right. Usually from family situations, mechanism. parents, etc. because your parents are the predominant enablers of your survival right. when you're very, very young. It can also be teachers or well, well, yeah, it, I'm, it's, I'm, it's adults it, in your life. It could be peers in your life right, too. Right. It's just typically it starts very, very early in life. Right. That that sort of irrational triggering that happens. Yes. And then it's sort of preset. It's sort of conditioned to say, when this happens in the future, for example. Stand still. <laughs> you know, why don't you talk a little bit about your sort of, I'll put you on the spot, your uh, typical triggering response uh, so that people understand how it starts in childhood, yet okay. it still happens now. When you're, you know, a sixty-plus-year-old woman, you still get triggered right. by how you were conditioned when you were a little girl. Right. Well, and I think all of us have these kind of situations. But for me, one that what that I share with people because it makes it because it because of it seems so silly mm-hmm. um, is a anxious. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what category it fits into, but I get an anxious, worried. Uh, feeling getting ready to go for a meeting or going out to dinner or something that when somebody else is expecting me and it it does cause a panic feeling there is that that triggers a feeling in me of I guess it's a runaway I want to run away because I feel like it's not you're not thinking rationally exactly I'm just and so I'm hurrying and I'm spilling things and breaking things because I've got to get ready to go to this thing and I really thought about what what is what's behind this Uh 
because it's a really silly thing for me. I'm right. always on time. Well, and, and you and you can't talk yourself out of it. Like, why right. am I doing this? This right. is just so silly. I'm so caught and up. And you're still doing it. Right. I'm so caught up in that triggered response. And what I remembered was, um, I'm, I'm, I have always been someone who really wants to please. Mm-hmm. Pleasing people is really, really important to me. And I, I was also a very distractible child growing up. Sure. And I remember... Those two are a hard combination. They are a hard combination. And I remember I have an, 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 an image of my family waiting for me in the driveway mm-hmm. and my parents being upset. What took you so long? Why weren't you? Why is everybody waiting on you? Right. And it wasn't that I got beaten, or but, but people were unhappy with mm-hmm. me. And that stuck with me as, oh, don't do that. Don't do that because mm-hmm. that creates displeasure. And so it just kept building and building. I think of it as a file folder, you know, and then right. the next episode, you put that, that, that experience in there. And pretty soon you're, you're 60 plus years old and you're terrified right. of leaving the house yes. because somebody might be waiting for you in the driveway, which they're not. <laughs> so, so that's, I mean, you know, that doesn't sound like something that anybody right. would even envision. Um, but I recognized that anxious feeling in me. I recognized that every time I got ready to go somewhere, I was very definitely triggered. Okay. okay. Um, is, was that what you were thinking of? I, I, that's what I was thinking of. And, okay. and, and for me, as I was, as, because when I originally picked up the book and I was reading, I was thinking, as, as you said, triggers like when you get angry and you right. shout and you're uncontrollably going after somebody. What I recognized as she was explaining it in the book is that I'm often triggered into, into um, freeze. You're paralyzed, yes. Primarily when dealing with you. Right. When, right. when something comes up, it's even conversational because what I've recognized, and I'm, I'm, I will explore a little bit later, but I have this significant fear of abandonment. Right, right. And, and all of a sudden, if you ask me a question and I, I'm frozen because I'm, I'm afraid that however I respond... It's not going to be good enough. It's not going to be what you're looking for. <laughs> right. It's going to make you angry with me. Right. You're going to be, and I'm going to say something else. You're going to get more angry with me. And, and then I'm going to already leave. And then you're going to leave me. <laughs> right, and and right. so it's, it's catastrophizing. And, 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 somehow, and by the way, we've been married for 43 uh, <laughs> years happily. Yeah, no, it's never been threatened. You're, I know you're in it for the long term. And yet there's something in me that right. quickly goes to, oh my God, I'm going to be abandoned by this right. person that I love the most. And it's going to make my life horrible. And right. I feel that emptiness and that anguish right. of having you leave me and not being in my life. Right. You know, just because of something I might say that's wrong. And so I know a lot of times, you know, you're going to discuss a subject that, you know, may, might not be something that I want to discuss. Right. So I'm afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing. And I'm like, right. Uh, right. I'm frozen. Right. I don't know what right. to say. I'm, I'm like going to step on a hand grenade and my life is going to be over. Right. And so it's, it's, it's just very interesting to see that and recognize that, you know, I have a very significant trigger. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I think the biggest thing that, that everybody took away from reading this book and, and you in particular um, is that this is not something to, to criticize yourself about, feel down on yourself about, be angry about that you have these trigger things right. because it, like you said, it's a biological thing. It is the way our bodies are designed to keep us safe. Right. It's just kind of gone haywire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have to recognize through mindfulness mm-hmm. that, that this thing has gone haywire. It is definitely offline. Well, yeah. And uh, there are five steps in going from triggered to tranquil. And we'll talk, we'll explore this first one a little bit more next time. But uh, the first thing to recognize is number one that you you will and you, and you do will and you do get triggered absolutely. And, and the first thing is to accept that. Yes. Recognize With it's grace. it's inevitable. Right. You are evolved to do that. If somehow if it was missing, there'd be something wrong with right. you as a human. Right. So those triggers are there. 
And and so you you need to learn to accept that yes. it's going to happen, and then be kind to yourself right. when it happens. You right. can't like beat yourself up to say, right. "Oh, I got, I'm triggered again." Why am then, I so stupid to and, do this? And then, right? you're, and then you're triggered. Triggered again. You're triggering yourself because you were triggered. <laughs> right. So the first step is just sort of recognizing that you are triggered yes. and accepting that, yes. and it's it is it is just going to happen. And mm. uh, just I think. When we were talking with Susan, when she joined us last week, she said that is the hardest thing yes, the for most piece. people to, yeah. to sort of grapple with is that like you are triggered, yeah. you're going to be triggered, and it's okay. Right. And then it's what you do with that that allows you to, exactly. sort, of, to sort of move on. And I, I was a little bit, you know, take, taking the exact wrong steps right. <laughs> when I first realized, oh my God, I'm triggered all the time. I'm like, right. I've been meditating for like over 40 years and right. I think I'm so Zen. Like, right. like how, <laughs> how can I, I fix right. this? Right. But, but the fact is you can't fix the trigger. The trigger is going to happen. You're going right. to be triggered. But then how do you get it's over how you it? Respond how to do it. you get over it so quickly? How do you be kind to yourself when it happens? Right. How do you move on and maybe heal the relationship some the with somebody else right. when you're triggering each other. Or the sometimes. experience. Exactly. You know, you know yeah. just recognizing for you, you, you know, you're not right. being abandoned. And for me, like... And, and I'm not less than because I am triggered. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and uh, and I think the other thing that talking about that, that initial phase and acceptance being that uh, really important in that early phase is I think many times when we are triggered, we want to blame the person that oh we're my in gosh. the interaction didn't we, didn't we with, see that in our in, in our, our book whole club? Group, yes, like yes. Uh, if somebody else would just stop, stop triggering me, something, I right. would be great. <laughs> right, right. And I think that's that's as you go through. How do you go from being triggered to tranquil? You recognize that a large portion, if not the the, the majority, at least fifty percent of, of it the, is of you the, of the changing things is within yourself. Right, accepting right. it. Healing, getting over that, yes, and uh, figuring out uh, how to go from there. Right, it's not like the world, my friends, my <laughs> right. mom, right. everybody's right. triggering me. Like, what the hell is wrong right. with the world and all those people? Right. You know, exactly. the, the trigger happens to you because it happened in a time in your life when you probably were defenseless. You didn't have means or methodologies oh, to deal with it. Or whatever and it was. just like, right. it just got wired into your brain that this thing, whatever is it is, right. is dangerous. It's going to trigger you probably for the rest of your life. Right. And that's how do you manage that Make it, maybe make it a little smaller, respond to it more quickly, recognize it when it's happening oh, is absolutely. key. Right, is right. Key. Yeah. And, and, and in recognizing it, as you said, it's, it's never, you're probably going to have that trigger for the rest of your mm-hmm. life. Absolutely. But in recognizing it and using tools that help you navigate it differently, that's where you benefit, your, where your relationships change. Well, and we'll talk about that maybe a little bit next time, if not the time after that, because I think what has helped us so much in just the last 10 weeks is recognizing that we trigger each other. Oh my gosh! And, yes. and then and then recognizing quickly and all and just being able to say, "Oh, oh I'm that triggered. I'm triggered." Yeah, yeah, and we'll I'm talk about right that a little bit right. next time about right. how do you recognize that and how do you use that recognition to sort of take the next step in going from trigger to tranquil. Yep. So. Um. All right. So looks like we're getting winding down to our our time I, here. I, ho- I hope we've intrigued you because I, I I swear this book has been one of the best books that I've read in my adult life in terms mm-hmm. of helping me deal with and understand what's going on both with inside me and particularly in my relationship, you know, with you, which right. is the most important relationship in my life. Right. So. Right. Yeah. So uh, what one thing would you like to, to have people think of when we talk about being you triggered? You are, <laughs> are triggered. triggered. <laughs> Probably every day. On and, many, and, many and times. And it's okay. <laughs> exactly. And, and, uh, and I guess in, in round, in kind of, coming full circle with this and, and rounding it up a little bit, you know, triggered to me 
can, can, in that fight, flight, freeze, I think part of the identifying of, oh, I'm triggered is what do I feel in my body? Sure. Yeah. That, that makes me think I'm triggered. Okay. So am I feeling tightness in my throat? Am I feeling panicky? Do I, do I shout? Um, do I want to, do I feel myself run away, but I want to make myself stay? What, what physical manifestation right. is in my body that leads me to believe that I'm triggered? Okay. And, and, and it's, it's the physical and it's also the inability to have that rational thought. Right. It, it's, it, the, the, those are the two component let's, parts. Let's of explore triggered. that a little bit more next time. Absolutely. We'll go, go a little bit deeper. There's, there's a lot of good stuff oh in here. Oh my gosh. And I, will... fa- I found it to be so important. I want to spend several episodes I, I on agree. this topic. I agree. So until next time, this has been Just Just One One Thing. Thing.